Welcome to We Fix Real Estate. I'm Misty McAfee, and I'm here with Fred Glick Hello. from Ariva. Yay! And we are here to tell you more information about how we fix real estate. I mean, really, it wasn't that difficult, right, Fred? No. <laughs> Super simple. I just flicked the switch. It's all, it's all changed. Uh, by the way, you're welcome. You're welcome, everyone. <laughs> um, okay, Fred. Tell me more. What are we going to get into today? Today is how to be an Ariva good client versus an Ariva not so or not an Ariva client, client really. <laughs> so basically, yeah. yeah, we're talking about buyers here and how to be a buyer. Um, how to be an Ariva buyer? Exactly. Sorry, I forgot. We're on brand. <laughs> so here's the thing. Most of the people who come to me usually are at a stage where they've been futzing around on Redfin and Zillow, maybe even started or got pre-approved, and now they're kind of into the next phase of actually committing. So this is like the third date kind of thing. We <laughs> so, all know what happens on the third date. I mean. Well, maybe your dates, you know. Anyway, um, just saying. Um so anyway, the, the idea is that you want to commit to us because we want to commit to you. We're looking oh, to work that's with That's a people. great third date already. I'm in. See ya. See ya. It's fabulous. Now, we want to make sure we're able to help you 100% and that you're ready to go in and put bids in and all that stuff. If you're not, fabulous. Good luck, but we just can't help you at this point. We're, we specialize in people who are ready because we do a really good job and we're ready to go. So we don't have drip campaigns or anything like that. It's like, you come to us when you're ready. So we all know about the money. $8,750 is our flat fee to be a buyer broker. And no matter what the price, you get the rest of the buyer broker bribe slash commission slash cartel funds. Um, but anyway, the funds. yeah, exactly. Um, so let's go into what makes clients. So the preparation, first of all, pre-approvals. I can't stress this enough. I've been around the mortgage world since the eighties. Uh, Reagan was president. Okay. I mean, that's how long ago it was. Who? Anyway. Yeah. Regan, some guy named Regan, Ronaldo Regano. Um, anyway, here, here's the thing. The way the real estate market is, especially in the competitive markets in California, you have to compete with people who A, have cash, B, don't care about money, and C, want a property. So they're motivated and they just want to buy. So the way you do this um, is you be prepared and back to this pre-approval. And the pre-approval breaks down in a few ways. Number one, income. If you have a W-2, pay stub, plain vanilla, you get paid the same every week or every two weeks, whatever, no problem. And if you've been doing that for the last two years, even less of a problem. And if your credit score is really high, they only care about the last year in, in terms of documentation. Easy, easy, easy. If you're self-employed, oh my God, you got to get it analyzed and it's a whole different world out there right now. What is getting it analyzed? Well, you are 
get in touch with someone in the mortgage business who is licensed and a loan officer who can actually calculate what the income is based on the tax returns that are necessary, be it just personal, be personal in business. I don't want to get into here every situation because you have 1120s, you have uh, income from property that is limited partnerships. You could have a small business on the side. My, my point is, if you're not getting just that straight salary in W-2, you got to really get checked out and checked out deep. And the rules have changed. Even if you did this a few years ago, it's different now, especially during COVID. So that's one of the big things, income. The second biggest thing is assets. And here's what I mean. You have to document how much You've had in the bank for the last two months. They'll take your current amount as what you're going to use. But the money is a trail. It's an audit trail. So if you know 100 grand just showed up in your account a month and a half ago and you just found it, <laughs> you know, everybody just finds 100 grand and puts it in their account, right? You did that. Everybody does that. Mm-hmm. So anyway, my point is you got to document it. So if you had gotten a gift, it's going to have to be documented. If you won the lottery, it gets documented. If you just moved it around between accounts, you got to prove it. So even if you closed that an account a month and a half ago and moved the money into one, you got so you see what kind of a pain in the neck this can be. So start getting your documents, your docs, your Docs in a row? You're ducks in a row. <laughs> you're ducks in your ducks in a row. row. Docs in a row. That's another website you're going to come up with. Oh, gosh, no. Um, also, go to one of these websites like Experian.com and get your credit report for free or annualcreditreport.com. Once a year, you can get all three credit reports for free. Make sure everything's right. Check your credit scores. Now, your credit score that you're going to check on um, – any of credit these places, karma. credit karma, credit wallet, whatever. It's not the exact score the mortgage companies are going to use. So don't freak out. There's a different way that they calculate it. That's all. So nothing you can do about it. Don't worry. And by the way, if you're getting a loan that's going to be to Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, FHA, and you just have a credit score of 741 and you're all worried you're not going to get anything, you know, you're losing out. You're not losing out. 740 is the cutoff. Anything above 740 is all the same prices. So if you're 787, don't worry about needing to get to 790. Sometimes on jumbos, there's a little variation, but it's tiny, minuscule, so don't even worry about it. So, okay. Anyway, also your diplomatic status, especially in jumbos, lenders have tightened up on non resident uh, visas. All I'll say is check with the lenders. If you got a green card, you're obviously a citizen, not a big deal. Um, but it's just all going to depend. So check your visas. What else do we have out there? Uh, that's that's really the big prep you need to do on the mortgage side. I mean, um, once you now get into thinking about looking at houses, that's when your brain has to completely shuffle and it's very hard to do, but you need to realize that buying a house is a business. It's a business transaction. 
yes, you have to go into the house and fall in love and say, yes, this is the house I want to buy. I can imagine myself here. I can imagine waking up in the morning and going to bed at night and cooking here and hanging in the backyard and all that. Get over it. So, you know, you've gone past that stage. You know, it's there. This is the house. Okay. Now, how do we get it? So, how do we get it? It's even more fun. <laughs> um, sometimes I can tell and sometimes I can't tell how many bids there are, how much activity there is. There's varying things to be able to tell that. But once you know, once you get a feeling uh, there's going to be a bidding war and it's pretty easy to figure that there is, it's just a matter of how deep, then here's what you got to be prepared for. You have to sign a contract and everything in real estate has to be in a contract in writing, no matter what you send in, not an email, it has to be signed by both parties, everything or forget it. It just doesn't exist. So the contract that is written by the California association of realtors that everybody uses. You know, I'm not a hundred percent fan with it, but it works. You negotiate the price, obviously, how long it's going to take to go to closing. If you're getting a mortgage or not, if you're waiving the appraisal or not, if you're going to be doing inspections, what documentation does the seller still have to give you and how long does it take? If you're buying in any type of homeowners association, how long is it going to take to get the documents if you haven't gotten those? So if you're buying a house that the seller and the agent were smart enough to do the home inspection, the termite, the roof, the association docs, all the disclosures and have everything done, you're going to get those. You're going to look through them. And as long as you're okay with them, the next thing you have to decide is on the mortgage. And this is the toughest thing you're going to have to decide. But to let you know, two of my clients have gotten properties because they did this. It took them a while. You're going to be scared by this process, but this is what you actually have to do in this market. You have to waive the loan which means you have to have a pre-approval that's really, really solid from a solid institution. And my people went to the big banks, and we all know the big names of the big banks. They had everything looked at, everything signed off on. So the bank, all they have to do at this point is just get the agreement of sale, disclose, go back quickly in underwriting after they get the appraisal back, and have their blessing on it, basically. There might be a couple fill-in-the-blank things. But – you're waiving this loan. You're probably going to waive the appraisal. So the key is how many days for closing. So the most important question for the loan officer with a gun to his head is, or her head, how long is it actually physically going to take for you to get me documents? That's the key. So you can waive everything, but you're now competing on closing dates. And it may be good because there may be stuff in the house that people can't get for two weeks. It might actually work out. But that's kind of how, why you have to be prepared. Now, if you, for some reason, don't get the mortgage, you don't have to buy the house. You just lose the deposit. So your downside in this is 3% of the sale price because that's what you have to put up in California on a deposit. So 
It's scary, I know, and it's a lot of money, but that's the way it is right now. And you may be watching this video, and this is five years from now, and you're going to laugh at this because it's now a buyer's market. But even in a buyer's market, you want to be prepared because maybe you can get something for less because you're prepared. So it works in every market. Be prepared. <sighs> okay. How about Redfin and Zillow? How do they factor into this? Well, I want to let you know about how the market itself works. For you to be able to find property, it's listed on the multiple listing service, and there's many of them throughout the state and the country, and it's kind of political of how it's all set up and who owns them, but basically the real estate brokerages own the multiple listing service. So that multiple listing service now feeds Redfin, Zillow, Century 21, Redfin, I mean, uh, whatever, Remax, et cetera, et cetera. They're all absolutely the same. But you guys stick to Redfin and Zillow because they give you better statistics. They have a better AI, better alert system, and stick to there. You don't have to go anywhere else. There's no secret places. There used to be off-market listings. That's basically come to a halt. There are They are off-market, but they're registered, so you would get them in the feed, um, and there's ways to check on them, but they're very, very, very few. And it's really because someone doesn't want their name put out there. A lot of it in Los Angeles, for sure, on the high, high end. Very fancy people, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, not that we have anything against fancy people, okay? <laughs> Just get that straight. Um, at least some of them. But some of them are jerks, and some of our clients are jerks. And to be honest with you, we don't work with you. We'll fire you. I fire clients because it's just not a match. And Well, all the, across the board, high end to low end, you can have yeah. a really great client. You can have a not great client. And it's just a matter of what works for you. And this process, I don't feel like, is for everyone. So right. There's trust. There's trust on both sides. Mm-hmm. I mean, people who – there's a lot of people who research things and then all of a sudden think they know everything, but just because they read it and they keep pushing that you can do this, this, or this, and you just can't. And that's some obscure way that it's done in a foreign country or only on commercial. And we can get into a whole thing about square footage, but that's a whole different story. So, um, but yeah, I mean, we're just looking to, you know, be with people who want to be with us and vice versa. Is really the way it works. And a little bit of trust that we know, kind of know, hopefully know what we're doing. <laughs> and we've seen this and just have uh, use our experience to help you find the house. So this podcast is pretty new and we really do welcome your questions about the whole process. So please oh, yeah. send us an email at clients at Ariva.com and we will incorporate your questions into the podcast. We really look forward to hearing from you. And this is it for this topic. We are oh, going to come one back. One thing I, I just, and we'll put this down. Okay. There. All right. Follow we got 15 on, minutes. Follow us on Twitter. Oh, Okay. A-R-R-I-V-V-A-I-N-C, Ariva Inc. I don't pull any punches on a daily basis. It's fun. (laughs) We don't have a ton of followers because I don't believe in buying followers and all that. But Yeah, for now. But organically, I think we can grow. So go there. It's fun. Go to Twitter, clients at Ariva. 
go to Reva.com. Yep. Go to all of it. And we will get back to you. And we look forward to hearing from you. Thank you so much. Bye.